0: it is 105 at Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stofford, Brendan Escott with you. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor for the 10th consecutive season, Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Hugh Porter and the gang at Digitex, they'll take care of it. You can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. The River Creek Resort Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. We are going to get into some texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. Uh, we'll get to some texts and then about six minutes time, John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling, but not before we tell you. Japanese Village, open to serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. Try the legendary Wagyu steak cooked right before your eyes. Reserve now at jvedmonton.ca Again, you can text us, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 496 63 Bob, does bringing in Jake debrusque make sense for the Edmonton Orders, maybe more so than Yamamoto? The price point does not make sense. Jake debrusk needs to be qualified at 4.1. Uh, Conor Yamamoto, there would be interest in Conor Yamamoto. Let's not forget, Conor Yamamoto, I mean, he's he's got the five goals. I, I, th- I think we all thought there would be more 5v5 uh, scoring from Nugent Hopkins, Dry Settle and Yamamoto, but he still does a pretty good job hunting pucks. So there we go. Uh, Oilers GM says, Bob, I had my nose broken playing soccer. It was in a 120-degree angle. I manned up and snapped it back into the spot, and after the bleeding stopped, I continued playing. But I don't have any shares in the Oilers. <laughs> okay, man. Do you think I have shares in the team? Oh, Brian Lott, and look where you started now. Here we go. Bob, we we're talking about deviated septins and nose injuries. Uh, Bob, so get this. I was 17, and after the deviated septin operation, I got home uh, to Bonneville where I levitated above my bed for a week on tight all threes, as that was the best you could get back then. Uh For reasons I still don't remember, I removed the packing from my own nose. I should have gone to the hospital to have it done, but I'm a man, at least so I thought. For a week, I still couldn't breathe through my nose. I was furious. Uh, (laughs) One afternoon, I lost it, blew my nose so hard. Uh, Out comes two giant rotting pieces of packing. Uh, It dropped me to my knees. It was awesome. Oh, that is funny, because I had a buddy of mine pick me up at the hospital, and the doc said, all right, we're going to take the packing out, so you hold the silver bowl. Like, you know the type of bowls that you would put popcorn in or something like that? And so my, my friend, who wanted to be a doctor at that time, was like, all right, I'll hold the bowl. And I'm not kidding you. It was like nine yards of packing came out of my nose. And my buddy... Damn near fainted on the spot, especially when the coagulated blood plopped out. Uh, it was not pretty. You can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I'm the longest all-time listener of Oilers. Now says the Dawn. I'm amazed at you that you have to pay all these hockey experts to agree with you. I'd rather you talk with local experts like Lummer. Don Jackson, Mike Keenan, Eddie Joyle. Mike Keenan? Mike Keenan's a local expert. Uh, uh, back to basics, Bob. That one comes to us from the Don. Uh, well, you mentioned Lee Fogland. Lee Fogland does not do a lot of media. That's his own personal request, and we honor that. Uh, obviously, uh Anybody that knows Lee Foglin knows what a terrific man he is. I don't know where Don Jackson is these days. Uh, Lummer's in town. I see him at Safeway in Riverbend once in a while. He's a great guy. Makes me laugh every time. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, uh, Brandon from Windsor has texted the show to say, I know uh, you don't usually discuss line combinations, but what are your thoughts on McLeod with McDavid and Polyarvi, Fogel with Drysettle and Yamamoto, Hyman, Nugent, Hopkins, and Cassian, Short, Ryan, and Sevier? Well, I mean, that is, you know, you're rolling McDavid, Drysettle, and Nugent down the middle. That's what you're doing in an attempt to balance it out. Uh, McLeod. McLeod has some good moments. He can transport the puck. He's got to get harder to play against. There's no question about that. Fogle, Dry, Settle, and Yamamoto. Hmm. Well, Brandon, I'll tell you what. If the losing streak runs it to five games instead of three, all bets are off. Again, you can text us. Uh Gordy says, Bob, I'm trying to eat lunch right now. No more story about packing. Wally says, Hey Bob, what do you think about injecting some a spark plug into the lineup? A player like Ryan Lomborg, or maybe taking a chance on a Vander Kane. Uh I don't know if I take a chance on a Vander kane Um Ryan Lomborg, he's a he is a spark plug. Reminds me a bit of a a modern-day Dennis Polonich for you all. Actually, in fairness to Lomburg, he's a better skater and a little bit better skilled. Don't know if he's quite as tough. Dennis Polonich was a pretty tough guy back in the day. He broke uh, Ray Bork's jaw when Bork was a rookie. We are going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, and we are pleased to be joined by NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments or no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Hello, John. How are you doing? Hey, great, Bob. How are you? Good. Did you see uh, this report out of Forbes on the 18% increase in the valuation of the Edmonton Oilers? Or, sorry, 18% increase in valuation of the NHL and a 100% increase of the Edmonton Oilers going from 550 to $1.1 billion. Does that surprise you a bit? Uh,
1: well, it's interesting. Forbes never has... True access to all the numbers within the National Hockey League or any sport for that matter. So a lot of it is supposition. Uh, but when you combine the drafting of Connor McDavid, the drafting of Leon Dreisaitl, uh the uh, the building of Rogers Place, I don't think it should surprise you. Yeah, and they- uh, it, t- timing timing of these types of things is everything. But what Daryl Cates has been able to do with downtown and the arena district plays a big role in this, uh, and uh, and uh, the performance of the two superstars has a lot more to do with it than pe- that people realize.
0: We should maybe—I don't know if I can reopen this because I've read the story a couple times. I think Forbes limits it to you four times, but uh, well,
1: maybe you should subscribe once in a while to these kind of things. You know,
0: well, that would require me to get off my wallet. You know how tight I can be at times. I, I, the last guest. Uh, Brian Lawton just suggested that I have shares in the Edmonton Oilers organization, which has got everybody going on. I can. I, oh, that's not fair.
1: That's not fair. He was, he was having. I'm going to, I'm going phone Lawton. I'm going to phone and give him
0: X. Yeah. Well, he was, he was on a train as he was doing the interview, which is uh, very <laughs> impressive. Um.
1: Well, all right, here we here's the expo. I found I, not if you're the passenger on the other side
0: of the aisle. There we go. Uh, the <laughs> the big this is from Forbes and again they, they rate all the various uh, you know values of the and the oilers are now the seventh most valuable NHL organization at one point one billion. The biggest rise in these valuations, according to Forbes, belongs to the Oilers, who doubled in value from last season's ranking to one point one billion. We now believe they were short uh, we were shortchanging them on revenue in the past and verified that the team ranks in the top quartile in the NHL in every important revenue category including local media where they are top 5 alongside the Maple Leafs the Canadians Detroit and Chicago yeah.
1: mm-hmm. so well you know, interesting local media that's a, that's an interesting number because um if you recall um Madison Square Garden uh there is a a much closer relationship between MSG network and MSG uh no no thought there uh and the Boston Bruins uh, who uh, who own a percentage of nesson their regional sports network uh so that and those numbers would not be available to to forbes but hey listen uh, i'm not surprised bob the oilers you know they're they're like on the on the, the top 25 music chart with a bullet that's what they are they're they're on the rise well john just to put just so our
0: listeners are aware uh, I know for a fact that there are nights or days where we have more listeners to the list show between the terrestrial listeners, which is done over the people meters, and then our podcast downloads, which are somewhere between ten to 12,000 a day. So, we, you know, we would have between the two, 42,000 to 45,000 listeners a day to the show. That would exceed the television viewership numbers of some of the games. In some of the Sun Belt markets in the states, and it, it speaks volumes to the passion of the fan base. But when they were so, when they're saying local media, they're talking about the regional uh, TV deal and the regional radio deal, right? That those are
1: examples uh, of, of the local. That, media? That, that was when I read it. That was my understanding as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, let's face it. Uh, and this is true. If you look at those four, I, I would think that uh, six of the seven Canadian teams would be relatively high certainly in the top half of all of the uh, the value evaluations uh, other than ottawa i the, would assume the, that the, would be the, the case
0: the leafs were second at 1.8 billion the canadians were third at 1.6 yeah uh, chicago was fourth boston was fifth philly yeah. was sixth at 1.2 and edmonton was seventh at 1.1 so the orders mm-hmm. are, are seen as being a more valuable property right now than the vancouver canucks which is the third largest market in canada mm-hmm.
1: Yes, and a lot of it is reflected on um, on the the players and the play. And listen, TV ratings, TV ratings are have been in the last four or five years very strong for the Oilers, which is one of the reasons why Sportsnet renewed and you know in, in doing the, their contract and wanted to maintain them. Uh, so it become it, it becomes. And the Oilers' history, Bob, there is something special outside of the city of Edmonton. There is something special about this franchise from coast to coast. And it's, and it's two, in my opinion, it's two generations now of fans uh, in all ten provinces and three territories. There are pockets of Oilers fans everywhere. Just as when you and I were kids, there were Leafs and Canadians fans in in Western Canada. Because of the proficiency of the Oilers in the 80s, there are now adults uh, in their 40s and 50s, that have grown up Oiler fans and remain Oiler fans, and 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 then they pass it down within their families so that the you know the father watched Gretzky and their son watched McDavid. Uh, and that's that's just a fact of life of how people watch sports.
0: Well, I, I mean, you, how many... Uh, Drew Dowdy, in the intermission the other night against L.A., in a, a not-a-very-good performance from Edmonton, talked about the fact I watch the Oilers. All, I, there are lots of people... Be, Edmonton's oh. one of the most entertaining teams in the league to watch. They tend to play higher-scoring games. They've got... Arguably the two best players in the world over the last three years. They're certainly the two highest scoring players in the league. Uh, we're waiting for some other players to develop. We're starting to, you know, Hyman's obviously been a good addition. I mean, John, just to put things in perspective, and I know they lost the game. Uh, they actually, I thought, played pretty well against Minnesota. But the last time they played Minnesota two years ago, McDavid was injured, Hyman was with the Leafs, and Polyarvi was in Finland. That was Edmonton's yeah. top line last night. And he
1: still had Drysett, yeah. H and Yamamoto. So. This is where this is where, in so many ways, uh, when when you have more than fifty percent of the population of the continent in the Eastern Time Zone, um, and you, you watch a seven o'clock Eastern Time game, you and if you're a hockey fan, a diehard hockey fan, you want to watch a second game. If you go across the board of games to watch, in my opinion, at this point, there are two teams you would be interested in watching. One is the Vegas Golden Knights, and the other is the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers. Um, and the Oilers are, uh, uh, as, as Doughty said, I went to when he said it on uh, on the on the, uh, on the broadcast that uh, it was it put a smile on my face because I mean, Drew's a typical hockey fan. The Oilers are fun to watch, and there are lots of people uh, all across the continent that agree with them. I, I can tell you, and you you now know this now that you're a TV star, uh, the amount of texts you get from people uh, around the, around the country that watched you on an Euler game, and it because it happens it, it, because more people, I believe, and it, there's no measurables, more people uh, watch what the Oilers are doing and watch the whole shows uh, than probably any other uh, any other team in the Mountain or Pacific time zone on the continent.
0: Couple other factors, you mentioned the new building, and we haven't seen the full horsepower ultimately come to fruition because uh, the ICE district is not yet fully completed, though we're, we're making some strides in that regard, and we're not Back to full normality as well, uh, John. But the building, I mean, that's part of the reason why Edmonton has greater value than Calgary. Calgary's in the process. 10, 12 years from now, Calgary's going to have a newer
1: building than Edmonton. Uh, maybe three to five yeah. years, right? Uh, we, gotta get the, we got to get the, you know, they're supposed to put the shovel in the ground officially in January in Calgary. And it can't come soon enough there for the Flames. Uh, and i'll tell you what for, for in so many ways when when forbes does an evaluation they talk about the building they talk about the creature comforts of the building for the fans but they also know that it becomes a weapon for the team in recruiting people yes when you think when you think about the new buildings in the nhl and this is not a knock at rexall because rexall was what it was um but you would you would bring a free agent to town and say here's the dressing room at rexall and and you know there were hey, the London Knights dressing room was better than what the Oilers had at Rexall. Uh, but now, we're talking about creature comforts for the players, too. And that becomes an asset for an organization and the value. We're, we're talking about growing. What, what, what Rogers Place has done and what the Oilers have done has grow the prestige of the franchise and therefore grown the value of the franchise.
0: And that was illustrated by the NHLPA. Uh, they do that survey every year and they said that edmonton has the best road uh, facilities in the national Hockey. Yeah. and i even and I, I gotta tell you part of me was like well wait a sec here why is it so good for the visiting
1: teams like why why would you make it too comfortable for them well now now don't you know that's very provincial of you i you know, know you I, you. Hey, I, so, so here's here's the other thing uh, so much of this has to do in my opinion so much of this has to do with um what's going on for the fans in Edmonton uh, this is the fans and the loyalty of the fans it's the largest percentage of individual purchases of tickets in in the league there's less corporate purchases of tickets in the league in Edmonton and it reflects in tv viewership it's not companies watching it's fans watching so so much of the success of what the Oilers are and what the Oilers are worth is grassroots stuff Pure and utter grassroots stuff, and and it's really with, with with moving downtown. What what has happened is it's a realization of how great the Oilers fans are, and then again it grows back to what the franchise can and will be.
0: All right, and John. Right now, we got people texting saying,
1: "You guys aren't talking about the fact that they're on a three-game losing streak."
0: We have people texting the show to say the Oilers won't make the playoffs, and I'm like, "They're sixteen and eight. They've played twenty-one and twenty-four games without Mike Smith. At some no. point, he's coming back." And oh, by the way, they've basically played the last eight games at least three defensemen down from what they started the year with. Yeah.
1: I, but I, I must admit, I, I I think there has to be some concern. Okay, uh, really, tell me why. They're really, they're, I'm concerned well, too. They, they got to play better now. They played better five on five, John. Yeah. Last night, go for it. Yeah, but but even even Tip said it after the game. Um, you know, there's some guys aren't pulling their weight right now, and that has to change. Um, and and you know, he he's, he may be diplomatic in front of a microphone, but you know darn well in the team meetings and, and and in the dressing room, he's not that diplomatic. Uh, And there, you know, this team cannot revert to just being Connor and Leon Uh, and Zach now to a lesser extent. And and yes, he's doing his job. You know, we, we, we reveled, we reveled in the fact that this team with the great start it had nine and one was because the team showed it had depth. Well, that depth has disappeared a little bit and, and the, the onus is on those guys the, the 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 bottom guys the 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 forwards that were supposed to were pulling their weight need to continue to pull their weight uh, so that it takes a ton of pressure off of McDavid and Drysdale and, and Hyman and, and Puljarski you know I, I i do think it hurts that Duncan Keiths not in the lineup i Cece. Cody Ceci Cody Ceci who is who had a, a great start to the season so i mean y- I, I, am I concerned uh, in watching them? Yeah, I am. I am concerned. Um, they, can, they can play better. We I don't think that anybody on that coaching staff or in the management wants to revert to just relying on Connor and Leon, and they've proved that they can do it. Now, this is where you say to the fans, be patient. It's a marathon, not a sprint, and it's just three games. But the rest of this homestand is really important when you consider and how many Tom. games they have in the road between now and the end of the calendar year.
0: And it's a tough homestand. There's good teams coming in oh. here. Boston's a good team. They get Carolina. They're a very good team, though they're down a couple D-men right now. Uh, the Leafs are in town on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, and then it wraps up with Columbus, who are 13-11. Um, by the way, just as an aside, like, we all love Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He's the type of guy you'd want. You know, he's just a class guy. Two goals, 24 games in a season here. Like he's on pace for about a seven or eight goal season and I, 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 he's not going to shoot at three point five percent are you no. cons- but are you, and, and he's at a, what's crazy is he's at a point per game he's got twenty three points in twenty four games, but two
1: goals are you concerned about him at all no i'm not um but it goes back to uh, what you, you know once things get back to normal, where lines stay the same. Uh, where Nugent Hopkins knows where he's going to be playing on a regular basis, I think that will change. Uh, he, listen, he's on the power play, but he's not the first option. He's not the second option, and heck, I'm not even sure he's the third option. Um, and and so you know the, the you know you're going to have the guy from the point, and you're going to have the two big guns scoring all the goals on the power play. So that means Ryan's not going to get those chances. Uh, but I think if you put him in a in a, in the regular spot, the continuous spot, it's similar. I was going to say a few years back when Sam Gagne, maybe in his first time around with the others, there was that year that they moved Sam and he played all three positions. And then everybody said, well, he's not playing very well. Well, heck, you got to put him in one position and let him play. And I think that there's a little bit of that with Ryan and being a little more consistent and giving Ryan the opportunity to be on either make him a center, or put him on the wing and leave him on the wing, one fi- and let him and let it
0: happen. John, one final one for you. Sorry for interrupting you there. Uh, Jason Spezza, six game suspension, but he's going to challenge it. You yep. know the Leaf teammates would have loved what he did after what's gone on there with Pionk uh, and Sandine. Uh, has he got any chance to get this thing, uh, I guess, chopped off from maybe six games down to uh, three or four?
1: Well, uh, he, had, he has nothing to lose by it because the Maple Leafs will, will uh, the hearing will with with the commissioner will occur before uh, the fourth game or the third game gets played. So um, I think it was worth the risk. I would not be surprised to see the commissioner reduce it by a game or two. Okay, there you go. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation.
0: Great stuff. That's talk Monday. Okay, Bob. Bye. We'll come back for a quick rip. It's 127 at Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Quick text here. I believe it's from Mornville Joe. New handle. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has been historically a slow starter, Bob. He, uh, his goals at the end of the season will average out to be a normal season. Well, I mean, I think the hope was that Nuge would be a 25-plus goal scorer if he was healthy for the other entire year, and maybe he gets there, but he's off, in terms of the goals, off to a bit of a slow start. Uh, you can keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We'll bang off some more, probably around 145 today, but do want to tell you, you already know that cars cost less than Wataskwin, but did you know that Brentridge Ford and Wetaskiwin, 10-time Presence Award winners for customer satisfaction? What does that mean? It means treating people fairly, fully transparent negotiations, and making sure advertised prices include all accessories, fees, and... And taxes. If those attributes are important to you, phone our friends Uncle Mel, Rich, Johnny, and the Gang at 1 877 477 3673 or visit Brentridge.com. It is 129 in Edmonton. We head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. More orders talk specific at 145, at 133, 134 today. Oil King Scouting Director Michael Chan. This is Orders Now.